Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Producer Dub's new truck is here, and that leads us to our discussion on what our dream car is and how our dad was a race car driver and all of the childhood memories that go with that. This plus a discussion about the smell of man and how it affects women, armpit hair, and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. All of this for you today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Give anybody booze and they're going to be relaxed. Paula? They like to watch their own wiener. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 370. We are sisters who podcast. Yes, we are. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula today. The show is dropping on Mother's Day. We expect that you won't be listening until Monday, but happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hopefully you're enjoying your few hours of joy. You're probably not as hardcore as we are. We do love our children and we do love being mothers, but still no Walmart jewelry. Thank you. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Daryl got his truck finally. Finally. It is at the house. Now, for me, I'm kind of like you. When something's new, I kind of poke it poke it with a stick for a while before I'll actually truly enjoy something. Yeah, I kind of just look at things. I stick my head in the window and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like the nice smell. Oh, I love the new car smell is one of the best smells in the world. And the inside's all leather, so it smells even better. It took me, let's see, Monday, what's today? Uh, it took me four days before I actually got in it. Oh, okay. And he's like, do you want to go for a ride in my truck? I'm like, oh, it's late. I don't, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. And so you're like, come on. I'm like, fine. So we get in the car and we go for a quick ride. And I was like, wow. It First of all, it's so high off the ground because it's got these huge ass tires. Oh, is it lifted automatically? Like, did it come lifted? It comes a bit lifted and there's no running boards yet. He's going to have to buy running boards because I literally had to use upper body strength to pull myself into the car. Oh, no. It's really high. <laughs> and so um, he goes, yeah, I'm going to get running boards. I'm like, I can do it. So first I tried to get in without the little handle. And he's like, you're going to need the handle. I'm like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> this is really high. Did he have to push your like butt up? No, but if I had done it without the handle, I would literally would have had to get on my knees and crawl oh, onto the onto the floorboard and then up into the seat. I felt like a little child. Yeah, embarrassing. Yes, so I'm using the thing, and uh, it's kind of like getting in and out of it's like trying to get off a horse because it's kind just of. you can't get your footing because it's so high. Well, your car is really low because see, when I went to go get in your car, I felt like I fell in. <laughs> yes, well, it is. Uh, it's somewhat of a sporty car, so yes, it's low to the ground. So drove around in it. It's got the big, you know, the big iPad and it's got all the fancy speakers. Everything is climate controlled. So I get in and because it was warm, the air conditioning came on. It was blowing in my eyes. And I said, wow, this is really strong. He goes, I'm sorry. Hold on. And he's like all these gadgets and buttons and switches and everything. And I said, I am so glad that you love this vehicle because in a million years, I'll never drive it. It's just too 
techie techie. I just, it's so techie techie. Watch, you're going to have to drive it. <laughs> Paula, I just don't want to. I, I mean, Malia and I were talking about it. I said, have you been in dad's truck yet? She goes, yeah, he maybe get in. And we drove around a little bit. And I said, I never want to drive it. She's like, I do not want to ever have to drive that thing. It just feels like an 18 wheeler. It's, it's like so a, big. It's like a spaceship. It's huge too. It's just so big. But I mean, you know. Where does he park it? In the driveway? He has to. Uh-huh. It doesn't fit in the garage. So, yeah, he, he parks in the driveway. I'm surprised he only posted, like, two pictures of it. I thought I would have gotten, like, a full 360, you know, 25-picture <laughs> camera, you yeah. know. It's possible. It's coming. I mean, he, he traveled. He, he immediately got home, and then the next day had to go to L.A., so oh, it's okay. possible this weekend there will be some there will be a photo shoot of some kind. I dropped him off at the dealership. He was there, you know, doing whatever they were doing. And he's like, hey, you're my first phone call on my new car. I'm like, oh, that's so great. He goes, um, I'm going to go to my brother's. <laughs> so he stopped at his brother's and they sat in it for like an hour. So well, I mean, he was literally 10 minutes from his brother's exactly, house. Exactly. So. Exactly. So our little nieces got in the back seat and were running around. So there's already Aww. little, there's already little handprints everywhere <laughs> on the windows. God. And I said, you're going to get this thing detailed, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, I know. I, we just let him play back there, but it's, it is so fun. And, you know, I was telling Malia in the car, I said, everybody should know what it feels like to get the car of their dreams it's not always possible but if you can if you can do it it's such a great feeling to finally get something you've been wanting your whole life everybody's got their their dream car everybody i don't even know what my dream car would be to be honest really we maybe you just never thought about it but i mean for me it was the a mustang uh-huh. And mostly because I had one at one point and then it was taken away from me so rudely that I didn't get another opportunity to have one. So now I got one and I love it. I love it. But now that I've had it and it's been like six years, seven years or something like that, I can I could let it go and get something else. But it was so great to have. And I every time every once in a while I get out of the car and I'll walk and when I'm coming back to it I look at I'm like I love my car so much <laughs> you know Mackenzie my daughter she wants a Porsche Carrera midnight oh, blue oh wow so maybe she'll get it one day you never know you know what actually I have always wanted a little Volkswagen bug yeah isn't that silly no it's not silly what that's what's so great about everybody's dream car is it doesn't mean oh I want a Lamborghini you know and when I say Volkswagen bug I don't mean the current ones I mean no, like an old, old one like a yeah. 60 like a maybe even 50 but like like yeah. a 62 or something like that yeah those cute and, and original ones. not like the the modified ones fully restored OG right. with the German leather uh, they're and they smell so good inside, and it's it's like you know stick shift at five speed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the reverse is in first gear instead of the the end, and yes, yeah, th- it's such. And a And they great make car. that little like the Jetsons when they were driving yes. around. It's like <laughs> it's like a <laughs> yeah. sound when they drive down the street. I Where love you, that sound. You literally need a rubber band to replace the belts. <laughs> <laughs> Did Dad ever tell you about that contesty one? No, what? So he was in this contest, and they all had a bunch of Volkswagens, mm-hmm. uh, bugs, and the contest was to see who could dismantle the engine and drag it across the finish line the fastest. Oh, my God. Dad won. He dismantled the engine and dragged it across the finish line in two minutes and 30 seconds. Get out of town. Now, why did that surprise you? It doesn't. 
It doesn't but isn't that funny? That is funny. What a weird contest. I think he, I think he was like 16 years old or something mm. when he did it. You know, I wish our dad hadn't been such a horrible person as a, as an adult because there are a lot or of... Or a criminal as a young person. Right. Because there's a lot of stories that I never really got any clarity on. Like, for example, you know, he started going to the racetrack at 14. And he did yeah. not... He never had a father because his father was killed at the border. Right. So it would be really interesting to know who, what man was he looking up to when he was 14, learning how to be a mechanic at the racetrack in San Jose. It could have been TV. Maybe he was just, uh, maybe television. There was like racing or radio, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, well, he he didn't just show up. I mean, he obviously had to know someone to be there because he was in the pits. He was learning how to build motors and he also learned how to drive i mean he was driving race cars many stocks which back then was volkswagen for him Mm -hmm. when he was 16 he was winning races by 16 he was rookie of the year by 18 i want to say he took auto shop but i'm not positive i don't know but my point is is it would be really interesting to know what person got him to the racetrack and made him want to do that because he was so good at it and the only reason that he didn't continue is he almost died. Well, he broke his back. Yeah. And, and punctured But, him. I mean, I think the reason he was so good at it is because mm-hmm. I don't think he feared dying, to be he honest. Didn't. He didn't. He had lived through hell. So he, he, had, he felt like he was on borrowed time. When you're not afraid to die. Yeah. It changes he, a lot of Those are the people <laughs> that just will do just about anything. Pretty much. Maybe that's why he had so many lovers. <laughs> Although, I think he... Yeah. You'll put your dick in just about anything. It doesn't matter. I think, though, that breaking his back, because he flipped three times. Yes. And then when our friend Dave Bradway Jr. died. That was a big deal. I think that really snapped him back into place a little bit. Because he was also approaching, like, 37 or 38. Yeah, he was getting so, he was close to closing was, in on 40. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's when he started to realize, like, you know what? I could die. And that might yes. be important to me. So I agree. I do believe that when his when Dave Bradway Jr. died, I think that was the end of it for him. That's when mm-hmm. he realized, it's like, I don't really want to die this way. You know, I mean, I, I never feared death, but I don't want to die like this. But he didn't want to stop racing. So he hired, you know, various weirdos Drivers. to race for him. Yeah. Or to I drive for him. I can't remember the name of it now. The the gentle, the boy, the man that raced for us initially, he was a really good driver. Not Kevin Urton. Oh, okay. Um, the younger one. Jack, not Jack Hottenchild. No. It wasn't uh, Rick Haw, was Rick it? Rick Haw! Wasn't he the one that pooped in the hotel? He was so hammered that he took a dump in the hotel. And dad fired him. And dad fired him. Because I think well, he was on I drugs. Don't blame him. I mean, you know, dad. He was like the most, like. Oh, that stuff was private. I don't want to say decent, but I mean, like, you know, he, he just had a sense of decency to him. Well, like, you know, you, you just you know, don't do that stuff. He, puts, he, he would put up with a lot of crap. But not that kind of crap. <laughs> but that driver was he was he was really reckless because he was so young and he was just a really reckless driver. And I think that just that was the end of it for him. But I think he actually ultimately ended up doing quite well. Rick did in other forms. But um, yeah, that was a really interesting time period in our lives. Very when our dad was an owner I of a race loved car, it. I did too. I really did. It's like I told Stephanie, our sister. It's the time there was a very small time period in our childhood where our dad was super distracted 
with racing that he didn't really beat us that often. he didn't we, we were not abused <laughs> we were because well, he was never home well not only that but he he was proud of us he thought we were all beautiful and you know we were hanging around and it was just a really it was like camelot of a, t- of a time period where everything was going just fine you know yeah Maybe he was on drugs. I don't know. I don't know. Um, our mother says that he re- he was not into that at all because he did not like having control. And so, oh, yeah, he that never, would be perfect. Sense. She's like, he yeah, would, you know what? He wasn't even a big drinker. He either. was not. He was not a big drinker. And we talked. We talk about him like he's dead. That's so funny to me. He's not dead for 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 well, all we he's, know. He's dead to us. But <laughs> socially speaking, yes. But that that time period when we were really into racing. Um, it was a fun time. We met a lot of really fun people. It was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. You know? I remember I was so in love with Kevin Erton. I, I probably you were. was what, like six years old. You were you were a small child. <laughs> I used to take a little towel and wipe the sweat off his forehead. Oh my god, that's right. You're so And funny. I would just like hang around him. He didn't care. He no. was so funny. He was so nice. He was such a gentle person. So gentle. Gosh, you know, looking back, they always seem so old to me. But I mean, God, they must have been in their like early 20s, 30, early 20s and 30s. And remember his uh, girlfriend, Linda? No. Oh, <laughs> I probably was just like, fuck you, bitch. I don't she know who was you are. So nice. I don't I think they got married, but I don't remember. Probably. You know, I wonder if he's on Facebook. Oh, stop it. Can we not stalk someone okay, right I'll- now? We'll do it later. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm actually curious more about Rick Haw. So yes, I was telling Stephanie, I said, those. I have a collection of memories that are actually quite good about her dad. She's like, I have nothing. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. It's fair. It is. But yeah, I'll those times. that. Those times. But it was because he wasn't really paying any attention to us, but we were just there existing. So yeah, I remember we used to wear those stupid hats with the big <gasps> wings on them. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's right. We weren't the only ones. Everybody At least I don't think them. we were. Well, you know what? That was such a. It was the '80s, man. Nobody had any. Nobody cared about style where we were from. We were in Orangeville, for God's sake. We should try and go to the races sometime. I think that'd be fun. <sighs> I'm not going to Roseville. Why? Well, because last time we went there, Stephanie and I went, and we got kicked out. <laughs> for what? We were trying to purchase beer, and uh, Stephanie was 21. I was 20, what, three, and okay. we were buying beer because we thought it'd be fun to go and watch because we actually knew some somebody who's racing, and so we thought it'd be fun to go and just see how it had been a year, I mean, a decade since we had been, So, and we were all excited because we could actually buy beer at the racetrack, so you, you have to buy, you can buy one, but you can buy two. You can buy up to two per visit, and so we were each going to buy two, and Stephanie had an ID, but it was expired. Oh, God, that never works. I know. And so of all the places in Dogpatch, California, at this racetrack in the middle of nowhere, some stupid kid's sister was doing it. It's like, I'm sorry, but we can't, you know, you can't buy these. And I'm like, all right, fine. Well, I'll buy two. And they're like, no, you can't because we know you're going to give her one. So I could only buy okay. one. I go, I could buy one and give it to her. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? Right. And then really, we're talking, it's freaking Coors Light. It's like eight ounces. Who cares? And so they immediately called security and some big giant behemoth of a human comes over and we start giving him so much lip. It's unbelievable. I go, you wouldn't even consider putting your hands on me right now. 
don't even do it. He was like 6'3", and he must have weighed like 500 pounds, and he was probably our age. Oh, my God. We're standing there, and we're just like giving him a bunch of crap. We weren't we weren't intoxicated. We were just furious. We're like, yes. our money's not green here, apparently, huh? And it's like, because we're here in, oh, fancy Roseville Speedway. And we were just being <laughs> our usual horrible selves. And finally, he gets on the CB radio and he goes, Uncle Hank, I have a problem. And we lost it. We started laughing so hard. We were like, oh, got to call Uncle Hank, huh? And so eventually oh Un- Uncle Hank shows up and he's like a grandpa. And like they own the track. And so he comes out, he goes, what seems to be the problem? And I said, okay, here's the problem. Her ID's expired. I was just going to buy two instead. And she wasn't going to buy any because that's the law. And we're cool with Uh it. But they wouldn't sell it to us because they said, you're just going to give it to her. Whether I did or not is not the point. I have the right to buy two beers. That's the whole point. And so eventually they gave us our money back, apologized, and sent us home. (laughs) They didn't let us stay. They said, you can't stay. stupid. I know. And we're like, fuck it. We were so mad. We were so mad. And I said, this is exactly why I hate Orangevale. This is exactly why I hate these small towns here. Because it doesn't, fair isn't, it isn't about fair ever. So we left and we never, and I've never been back. I will not give them my $6. (laughs) Well, don't you have to pay to get into the races too? Yes. Yes. Did they give you that money back too? They did. Good. We don't want your money. And I'm like, no, no problem. You know, it's only fun to go if you actually know who you're watching. Yeah. And, you know, now everybody, everybody we knew, their kids are racing now. Oh, my God. Are you joking me? And those those guys are now, you know, grandpas. So, yeah, a lot of time has passed. Anyway. I don't even know how we got on that tangent. Uh, we were talking about Daryl's truck. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the truck is fabulous and he's in heaven and I'm happy for him. Okay. The second thing I wanted to tell you about is there's two things coming out on Netflix. One is Jailbirds, which is a six part series, documentary series based in Sacramento County Jail women's unit. Really? Yes. And I it, it, because it just came out today, obviously, I haven't seen it. But um, apparently it was supposed to start that the whole premise of this six part documentary was to showcase the programs that are here for women to rehab and come out with some skills. Okay, And it didn't end up that way. Apparently it's different. And I don't know what that means, but apparently it's a bit harrowing. There's a lot of drama and um, gives an insight on the women's county facilities here in Sacramento, California. So, and it's all this, is it a good thing that we're highlighting this jail? Are we going to find, you know, is it Orange is the New Black? I mean, what are we looking at? And so I'm really intrigued. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't uh, shy away from those shows where they show men in lockup and how it is in jail. I don't, enjoy is not the right word, but it is an insight on the systems that we have in place in the United States. So it's, it'll be interesting. We'll see what it's all about. Second, speaking of Calistoga, the movie, I think it's called Wine Trip, is coming out. And it's with Amy Poehler and her crew, Paula Pell. And um, why can't I think of the name of her her BFF? Is it Tina Fey? No. Yes, Maya Rudolph? Maya Rudolph and Tina Fey are both in it. Yes. Awesome. So that comes out today as well. And I cannot wait to see it. Trip, our friend, posted. He's like, please tell me you guys are all in on this. I'm like, I am all in on this. I cannot wait to watch it. I've never even heard of it. Well, it's Netflix. But apparently it's coming out on Netflix and in theaters today. 
So if you don't have Netflix, you can go to the movies to see it. I or- swear to effing goodness. I mean, we literally <laughs> just canceled Netflix like three months ago. I know. Well, you can always come over and watch it. I know. I know. Anyway, so those are the things I wanted to tell you about before we jumped into Man Sweat. <laughs> well it is getting close to summertime oh so. my god okay so you had posted something a few like a month or so ago about how they were saying that there's a chemical in man sweat that basically it triggers a hormone in a woman's body that can push her towards ovulation quicker i don't okay and it Go also ahead. relaxes women to a point it, it's basically it's the pheromone that makes men attractive to women. And they're saying that there's some real validity to it and that they're trying to do experiments to see what that compound is so that they can, of course, bottle it and give it to people so that it might help with the fertility process. That's the scientific part of it. So they're saying that it can help women ovulate earlier. Yes. Which by, I think by is 20%. weird. 20%. I just don't see how that's helpful because, I mean, your cycle is 30 days and you ovulate basically in the middle of it. Well, I I think it's but but if you're struggling with infertility, you're probably not on some kind of regular cycle. And so maybe you don't ovulate at all. Right. Right. So anyway, this is the part I wanted to tell you about. Researchers applied extracts of underarm secretions from male volunteers to the upper lips of 18 women. Oh, God. (laughs) None of the women knew that male sweat had been applied to their lips. Well, I would imagine because, I mean, who would willingly do that? They they claim it was odorless. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think that's baloney. Okay. The women then rated their moods over six hours of exposure. Six? That's like torture. Why would you do that to somebody? I would never do that to someone on purpose. That's so mean. Leave sweat on their lip for six <laughs> hours. They con- they consistently reported feeling less tension and more relaxed. But here's the other thing about it. Each of the women received three applications of the underarm extract during the six-hour evaluation period, followed by three doses of alcohol. So... <laughs> How can you that say that they that were doesn't relaxed? prove anything? Nothing. And this is a legit. I did extensive research on this because I said this can't. This has got to be like a real experiment. Like I, I don't want it to be some joke. But this was a this was a dissertation from the University of Pennsylvania, coordinated with something in the UK. This this is a legit thing, and this is back from two thousand and eight. So they've been doing this for a long time. This is something they've been working on for quite some time. And so I'm like, well, you give give anybody booze and they're going to be relaxed. Anyone. I don't even know how they can consider that like a not like a non-tainted study because they they introduced another element into it. Right. It says that the first six hours that they were only exposed to the pheromones, that their blood levels went up, their reproductive hormones went up. And they had a mini surge, which usually happens during ovulation. And so they're saying that there's some legitimacy to the pheromones that men men secrete in their armpits. And I'm like, okay, giving zero fucks about this. Because all I can see in my brain is some poor woman having her face smashed into some hairy armpit. 
I know that's not what happened, but that certainly feels like that's what's going on. It's just never going to happen. I don't care. Can you imagine the men that volunteered for this? <laughs> like, you know, men, it's... You men know don't it, give a shit about that kind of stuff. You know it ain't Brad Pitt. They're like, just like, what, you want to, you know, take a squeeze of my armpits? Go ahead. I just can't. You know, when I was I was dating my son's father and he had a friend who had that really horrible, you told me about horrible that. body odor problem where like he had to go to well, like, a Well, it doctor. wasn't a body, was it a body odor or it's just a sweat problem? He smelled, he, he smelled like he was dead. <laughs> he lived alone. Because he couldn't have roommates. He was going to the doctor constantly. He was covering his body in deodorant because he was, he used to change his shirt like four times a day. Because not only did he, bad for that guy. Not only did he sweat a lot, but the odor that came out of him was like, like cadaver smell. It was so bad. I did feel sorry for him. I wonder if he had like swamp foot, but like swamp body. I don't know, but it's a, it's a real disorder. And it's comical if you don't have it. But I mean, if you have it, how do you get laid? How do you have a family? I mean, he couldn't even have roommates. It was so terrible. I think that would make you suicidal. I was just going to say that. But I'm hoping that, well, first of all, I'm hoping they didn't use his secretions for this thing. Second, well, I think someone would know. Oh, my God. They'd be like, what am I doing? What is this? Get it off! <laughs> like, What's that smell? <laughs> it's like, it was so bad. But I remember going to his house once because I don't even remember why we were there. I I, I don't even remember. But I thought I just, you said you guys were like picking him up or something. Yeah, we were. And we, I, I, was I thought like, you said, though, he always took his own car. He would. But for some reason, we had he had a truck or something. I don't really remember the reasons surrounding it. But somehow we drew the short stick and we had to go get him. And so I just remember sitting in his house going, I, this whole house smells like there's a dead body in it. Like it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I've, I hope that he worked it out because I know he went to the doctor quite a bit. Do you remember his name? No. Trust me, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see if he has a Facebook. And, I know. Like if he's married or anything like that. I mean, how do you... I mean, every time you get up, your bed smells. Just every clothes. There's a every... constant wet spot in your bed. <laughs> oh, God. There's no amount of towels and downy that can fix it. I just don't even know. I mean, he always looked like he had new clothes on. Because you know those things probably just disintegrated. I mean, you can't wash it out. It's it's a horrible curse. It really is. I and I would I, feel so bad. I couldn't imagine any <laughs> anything worse. <laughs> the only person that might be able to relate would be Stephanie. What? Why? Oh, <laughs> you know why? Yeah, I do. But when she was going through puberty, her the feet, ages eleven to fourteen weren't kind to her. Her her lower extremities could kill a, a man. <laughs> And she always insisted on taking her shoes off in the car. Why? Why would like she, she do that? Like she thought we weren't going to know. The chemical warfare. Of course we're going to know. <laughs> she could have killed a village with that. They should have bottled that up. <laughs> Jesus. God. I've never, I never have experienced that before in my life. I like, mean, like everybody's, everybody's lower extremities go through a change during yes, that time. But do. Stephanie's, my God. She she was hit. She was cursed. She was hit reason. with a smelly stick. Really, really happened. bad. 
Yes. There was, when I worked at, uh, I worked at a, a vision insurance company before I was in radio or media. And there was a gentleman who, he was a supervisor there. I think his name was Dave, but I can't remember his full name. He had the same problem. But oh, it, really? Yes. The sweating problem or the, the lower the odor. extremities? No, the odor, okay. the body odor issue. And everyone, I mean, it was so, I mean, and he just kind of said, no, this is just who I am. And I do the best I can, but it is who I am. He didn't, he was not going to the doctor and trying to find every elixir imaginable to correct this hormone issue. I, I assume that's what it is. So he just okay. smelled. He just smelled. That's and he just lived okay. he just lived his life and it's like halitosis on on steroids is the smell That's... that comes off of you. <laughs> so gross. And he had an afro. <laughs> he wasn't black. Uh, oh. So he had this little he was just a he kept it kind of full and he drew he drove a black like RX like a Honda not Honda like an IROC like a Okay. Oh, Trans Am. Like a Trans Am. Yeah, he had a black Trans Am. He was very, very nice, but I mean, he wasn't my type, but he was just smelly and he was just like, yeah, I smell. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that your like line? You'd be like, hey, what's I don't know. On? Oh, by the way, I smell. <laughs> one time we were at a, the holiday party back in the day when companies had those and it was like formal. So everybody had to wear like tuxes and stuff. And he, I don't know if he actually liked me, but he definitely asked me to dance a lot. And so I kept telling him no, because <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Finally, he's like, come on. I was like, all right. So he like tried to hold me close. <laughs> what, did, what did he smell like? I just felt like I was like that cat in Pepe Le Pew in those movies, in the cartoon. It's like, oh, what did shit. He, I'm like, what did he... <laughs> <laughs> It's like rotten food and socks. It was such a bad, I can't, it's, and it's like, it's very harsh too. So it like stabs you in the nostrils. It's not like this soft wafting. It's like this harsh attack on the nas nasal. It's so harsh. I wonder if it was his diet or something. You know, remember that sex in the city where the turtle had uh, Chinese herbs and it made his breast smell? Yeah. It, it's kind of like that where you go, woo, like, don't even like what is coming off of you. But uh, and, you know, me and of course, I'm in, I'm extraordinarily sensitive to odors. <laughs> oh, God, we all are. I know. I, and and unfortunately, I'm very vocal about it. I'll walk oh. walk up to something. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's that smell? <laughs> when I walk in somewhere and I'll pinch my nose, <laughs> you can do what our mom does. And she just grabs her nose and walks around with this discerning look on her face. <laughs> That's that's gonna that should be our family crest. Like, right, that's what you should look like a but, pinched nose. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. And so, of course, me, I'm doubling down on the this is bad. This is really, really bad. You know. But he's god. just like, so you know, are you enjoying the party? And I'm like, uh. -huh. And then someone took a picture of us dancing. Oh, They're like, god. turn to us and say cheese. And so, and then they post all the photos. Oh my god, is that the one where your nipple was showing? Yes. <laughs> 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 I remember that one. The everybody saw it but me. <laughs> I'm like, why is everybody liking this photo so much? <laughs> it's because my nip was hanging out. I had no idea. 
Oh my so lord! So you're with this smelly guy. Yes. And nipple was hanging out. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. My first, my first public awkward moment. Oh my god! I remember seeing that picture at your house or your yes. apartment or whatever. Oh, I, I took it. I snatched it immediately. That was, I was like, so oh my god! Funny. Yes. Oh it god, was that funny. was that was hilarious. It was hilarious. Like, and I remember that guy. He did kind of have like curly hair but it was like super greasy and i just yes. remember thinking just let your soul glow, <laughs> soul glow. <laughs> yes that's exactly it that's exactly it it, it was crazy oh but my you know god what? and here's what, what sucks. A night. oh it was quite a night and what sucks <laughs> is that he was actually one of the nicest people i've ever met i mean he was really a nice kind human being Sure. But I from what I understand he did get married and have children. Well, maybe he married someone like our our ex stepmother who had no, no sense, sense of smell. smell. <laughs> You know what? What That's... a weird thing to have. I know. I mean, maybe it's not because I mean, there's people who like are deafs and blind. <laughs> so I mean, why would you no have sense no of... sense? But that's like you know not being able to have a sense of touch or something i don't know i mean it's just weird but i mean senses or not be able to taste i think there are people who can't taste no taste buds aren't there i don't know i know i was listening to a show and somebody had realized he didn't realize he didn't have a sense of smell until he was much older because people were like god damn you stink because he was a 12 year old and he's mm-hmm. like i do and they're like yes go shower so now because he can't smell anything he bathes all the time and mm-hmm. he's like his forties now, but he's like, yeah. He, and they're like, well, how does that affect like, you know, everything? And he's like, well, I just don't fall in love with food like others do because you know when you are eating, especially something really nice and fancy, you fall in love with the smell and then the taste is usually how it goes. And he's like, for me, it's like junk food, you know, anything that's like an indulgence. It doesn't it, for him. Food is just fuel. Because he doesn't take any joy in it the way someone who has a sense of smell does. And so, of course, immediately, like, well, well what about when, like, when you eat pussy? Like, does that do anything for you? <laughs> Probably better. Well, I, I would think. Well. But, you know, guys are gross. I was going to say, men like the taste I, I don't want to. You know, I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, they do. Anyway. They're so, all about all of it. Yeah, they're like, I want all of it. Yeah, it's true. They they are. That's why they like to, you know, put their fingers in there while they're doing it. And, you know, because they want to feel it and taste it and touch <laughs> it and smell it. I'm sure if they could put their ear in there while the, and listen to it while they're doing it, they would. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. But you're right. They just, you know, and, and watch it at the same time. I don't know. They're just. <laughs> they're all. About, why do you think porn has those cameras that get way in there? What you is know? the they point wanna, of that? I don't get it. Because they want to see like everything it's just you know? science now it's not even sex anymore now it's like oh this is quite interesting you know it's not even sexual at just, some point it's just not even sexual anymore now you're just looking at a pile of flesh it doesn't look like anything for guys that they're all about it it's so strange i don't think all of them but yes it is it is strange that they can't get in enough it's like it, i don't understand it's like balls deep isn't good enough for you Hey, guys like to watch their own selves when they're doing it. It's so true. It is so true. Hey, look how big I look. (laughs) They like to watch their own wiener. You know? They love those things. They really love them. It's 
just so weird. Play, yeah. Know. It's it meanwhile, my eyes are closed, and I'm like, okay, what are we doing in the file today? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you tonight? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, one more thing. What? You you posted it, and then I finally saw it yesterday. The gentleman who came to his friend's door and was attacked by a snake. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard, Paula. I laughed so hard. It was scary, though, right? Well, uh, How do you miss a snake being wrapped around? I mean, I wouldn't have seen it. First of all, there are snakes in Oklahoma. I didn't know this. Oh, like, there's snakes. Yes. Every time we went to go visit Victor's parents, they told us to watch out for uh, copperheads, <laughs> water moccasins. Well, water moccasins I know exist, but I've never seen, I've never heard of snakes being an issue in Oklahoma in oh, the they residential are, areas. Yeah, they're everywhere. I'd have never been to Oklahoma, however, so I wouldn't know. Um, so yeah. the video, and I, it's been, maybe we'll post it because it's really fucking funny. He walks up to his friend. It's obviously his friend's house. He knocks on the door and out of nowhere, because there's a, they have a security camera, out of nowhere, the snake comes drip, draping down and attacks this guy and bites him above the eye. And, then, and the guy's like, ah! his face. He's like, ah. So the door opens and he goes running and he's like, I got bit by I got bit. He's like, and you can hear the guy going, what, what? He goes, a snake. He goes, a snake. He goes, yes, I have to go to the hospital. And I started laughing of all what the What did things. that scare the shit out of you? Paula, I mean, my God, I'm terrified of a small spider, let alone a snake coming out and biting me in the I wouldn't, face. I would run the other direction <laughs> screaming like a crazy person. And that snake was pissed. That thing well, was wide open mad. I mean, his mouth. They, yeah. Man, it was Well, scary. they said he was wrapped around the front porch light, which yes. I don't know why. I, I mean, know. I, I don't know if it was cooler there or, I don't know, man. you know, what it was doing there. But he did not like the fact that he opened the <laughs> the screen door and, knocked. and then and knocked. And then all of a sudden he just lunged out and bit the guy in the eye. Oh, my God. The only saving grace I would think is is that if that had happened to me, I would just hope that I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And that maybe it was like a a bee sting or something. And I ran inside and I I wouldn't have seen what it was. Well, this guy knew he got bit by a snake. He saw it because it was dangling. I know. Oh, God. Polly, you would have probably been unconscious. I would have passed out. (laughs) I would have been like, (laughs) You're like, Mr. Spears. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly it. He had to drag you into the car. It's true. Okay, so let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. store the other day uh, the other night actually because i had to pick up a few things like you know I, we needed like cucumbers and uh wet cat food and i forgot what like bread or something sure. just like just a few things and so honey our cat she's been eating this sheba cat food like wet cat food and sheba is a pretty common brand i would think 
So I'm in the cat food aisle and I am scanning all the wet cat foods just quickly. And I'm just like, okay, Shiba, 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 you know, and I'm not seeing it. And yeah. so I'm just like, where is this stupid cat food? And so then I start really like scanning and I'm like, okay, Friskies, Blue Buffalo, you know, blah, blah. And I'm like looking at all these and I'm not seeing it. So I'm like, okay, this is stupid. I, I really need to concentrate. Yeah. So I'm like sitting there. Sorry. So I had been there like five minutes trying to find this damn cat food. Oh, geez. And so then I'm already starting to think of like alternative options i'm like well i guess i could get her this or whatever so you know i'm like mm-hmm. totally paying attention to this and all of a sudden i hear excuse me and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and i screamed <laughs> oh my god well who was it it was just a man trying to get behind me <laughs> oh. oh okay i'm like what but- <laughs> i was so startled because i was like in the zone of this cat <laughs> food cat food <laughs> And, oh my God, and then so he's funny. like, I'm sorry. Oh and I'm like, my no, it's okay. That is I said, so I'm sorry. Funny. I said, I'm sorry. You're fine. It's me. <laughs> so God. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that I stayed in the cat food aisle for like another 10 minutes because I, the cat food aisle is like really close to the registers. Oh, so you wanted to and wait. So I wanted to wait. But as soon as he turned the corner, I just heard like talking. Then all of a sudden I heard. Ah! Oh, of course. And I heard people laughing and I'm like, oh my God. And so when I got oh. home, I asked them, I'm like, you know, sometimes when I get started, I'm like, ah! you know, I'm like, is it loud? And they're like, it's so loud when you do it. And I'm like, so oh funny. no, oh no. That's funny. Okay, so mine was we went to we went and with uh, Daryl's dad and his wife, we went up to Mendocino County, and there's a iconic restaurant there called the Little River Inn, and it's right across the street. You can see the ocean. It's beautiful. It's been there for a really long time, and so uh, we went there for dinner the first night we were there because it's really a legendary place. It is old school, so there's like mm-hmm. white linens. It's, you know, but it's not so fancy that you couldn't show up in, you know, casual clothes. But it's one of those, I don't know, you know, one of those harkens back to the old days when people dressed up for dinner and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a really cute place. It's a lot smaller than I expected, but I've always wanted to go there. So we were going there for dinner. And so we're sitting down and there are seven of us. So there's three couples and then another gentleman who came uh, as well. And so we're all sitting there and we're like, oh, this is so nice. And we ordered a little bit of everything so we could taste everything. And we ordered some wine and we were just having a great time. So I'm in the middle of this discussion. And you know how we are. We're very animated with our hand gestures. Yes. So I'm talking and I'm like, so da da da. And right when I did that, I knocked over an entire glass of red wine all (gasps) over the white linens everywhere in front of everyone, in front of a full dining room and a full table. And I was like, oh, my God. And Daryl, because he was so startled, he almost knocked his over, too. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Everything's white linen. Everything. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm so sorry, everyone. And Gary, Daryl's dad, he's like, it's fine. Really. It's really OK. It's no big deal. And I was like, stop trying to minimize this. <laughs> this is so right. embarrassing. Was, I, I want to take full responsibility. For I really want to take did. accountability for my actions, for my awkwardness. I'm so sorry. I wasn't making a scene, but I was like, oh, my God. So picked everything up. And then he he casually hands me a new white napkin. He goes, just put it over the stain. No one will ever know. And I was like, thank you. Oh, so, that's a good idea. Yeah, of course. I, and then, of course, from that point on, I was only obsessed with the fact that I had spilled a whole glass of red wine all over myself. And uh, luckily, I was wearing black, but still. At it least was it wasn't so like embarrassing. a bottle or something. I, Paula, this is like the third time I've spilled a glass of red wine on things. 
in Can public. Can you not hold your alcohol? No, I, I. it was a full glass. I hadn't even started drinking yet. That was the point. I was like, my God. It was so embarrassing. But, you know, everybody kind of moved on because we were the children of the group. <laughs> it was just expected. <laughs> Party foul. Totally. But they're like, oh, is this what happens when you take kids to dinner? Oh, well, what can you do? <sighs> I don't know. Just tie my hands down and just let me sit there and feed me mush so I can't <laughs> hurt anyone or myself. Telling you, we need high chairs and sippy cups. For real. Anyway. That'd be funny. I know. So those are both very funny, awkward moments this week. Yes, I think so. Yes. So, well, I think we are all finished. Any other announcements or anything we should know about? No, just happy Mother's Day to all those mothers out there and yes. uh, all those mothers at heart, whether you have a child or not. Maybe you're listening while you're cleaning up, so we appreciate that. <laughs> or you're in a, in a you know, Corbell Brute mimosa phase. Enjoy those mm. mimosas, ladies. Enjoy your coffee. Enjoy those handmade cards that your little ones get you because at some point you're going to transition to, do we have to take mom to brunch now? I and know. And that's when you don't, you know. I mean, unless you love it, by all means, but I'm not looking forward to that day. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of curious about Sunday now. They had these grandiose plans, but I'm looking at the bank account and I'm thinking those uh, plans may fall through. So You may be getting a cup of dirt with a little flower in it. Possibly. So. I don't know. You know what? I do. I know we complain a lot and we do a lot of criticizing, which is our legit truth, but I would never give back my children. Never. They cause me so much problem, but I mean, honestly, there's just I love them more than anything in the world. And I know everybody does. Everybody loves their oh, children. Of course. Do you think it would be rude if I just took the kids and me somewhere and left Victor at home? No, it's Mother's <laughs> Day. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, I no, think- it's my day. Shocking, I know. All right. Well, again, happy Mother's Day to all mothers. Hope you have a good day. I think we're getting ready to come up on Memorial Day, so you might want to do some shopping at Amazon. Go Mm -hmm. go to UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button. And then if you want to go over to LipAndClip.com and get yourself some uh, summertime makeup, you can do that too. Don't forget your skincare needs and your bug needs because uh, the mosquitoes are out and biting. And so uh, LipAndClip.com has some good bug sprays, bug wipes, bug lotion, bug stuff. We will see you on Wednesday. Have a fabulous rest of your weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.